A sad day in rugby league with the passing of an immortal, Graham Langlands. As we mentioned, he hasn't been well for some time. And news coming through that he passed away in uh, his Sutherland Shire nursing home. Online is the sports editor at large of the Daily and Sunday Telegraph, Phil Rothfield, who conducted, if not the one of, uh, if not the last interview with Graham. I think uh, this time, just before around this time last year, April in 2017. Good morning, Buzz. Yeah, hi there, Mark. Um, yeah, it was a very sad day. Um, it was the last interview with Changa. It was April, um, the late at the, at the nursing home. Um, severe dementia and Alzheimer's was beginning to kick in. And um, look, you know, those closest to him were holding it hope on. A, he'd, he'd hang on a bit longer. But, uh, you know, the great man has passed overnight. It's, it, is a, it is a shock, Buzz. I, I knew he was in there and I knew he wasn't well. But I, I must admit, I didn't realise he was as bad as obviously what he was. Yeah, he was, mate. He, he didn't have a lot of mobility. He spent a lot of his days in, in his room. Um, you know, he needed a bit of assistance the day I went there when we went out to the courtyard, to, you know, just off their dining room, and he was signing a few footies and a bit of memorabilia for, you know, his daughter uh, is involved in a, in a local footy club, which I think you spent some time at um, when they were hit with the flood. And um, look, he was always doing that charity reward uh, stuff. He was—he loved his grandkids dearly, and um, of course, it was—it's very sad that you know that unfortunately he's dying with a cloud over him a little bit, and that he was never going to be fit enough to defend those allegations from 30 years ago. You know, Phil, the, the thing is, and you know, and you know, we're about the same age, and we started. Uh, in this city about the same time. There were a lot around, you know, our peers, for instance, who thought that Changa was better than all of them. I mean, you ran into just pockets of players. I mean, he was that good, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, I only got him towards the end, Thursday, but he still had the best sidestep I've ever seen. And I guess to give younger listeners an idea, we all know how great Billy Slater is. Well, Ray Warren said he's the equal of Changa. I'm not sure I can agree with that because I, I, I didn't see all of Changa, but you know, even if you get an idea that he was possibly a little bit better than Slater, to probably give an indication. And look, he played Test football when it was his toughest. I think he played 42 games for Australia, 227 for St George, won all those premierships. And I've certainly never seen anyone thirsty and who like him in that you could not set a defensive pattern against him because no. you never knew which foot he was going to step off or. Here's that blind acceleration. He was just an absolute superstar. Yeah, that was the thing. He had a sidestep off both feet and did not change stride. It was it was phenomenal. If he just didn't lose his pace, the thing. I'll just tell a story. I know Piggy wants to ask a question. I, I think it was. I'm not sure whether it was the early 80s or mid 80s, but Rugby League Week had some sort of competition that Ian Head said they took a photo of, and I think it was Australian representatives who play. Well, obviously players who played for Australia uh, in. Uh, the period of Rugby League Week, and it may have even been a bit longer. But I remember Ian Head saying they sat down to take the photo, the players sat down, and he yeah. said all these players just walked out, fellas like uh, Beetson and Fulton and Rogers and these great players, and he said Chang was the last one onto the field, and he said it was amazing. All these players sat down, and then all of a sudden you looked at the looked at the lineup, and the players had deliberately left the chair in the middle of the front row vacant. That was how much, respe- that's how much respect they had for Langlands. Yeah, I had the pleasure with him uh, about four or five years ago. He was uh, the former Immortals were on our last Immortals meeting when we were discussing, you know, Joey Johns eventually got on and, and they got round to talking about Lockyer and Proven, etc. And 
just sitting next to him at that uh, meeting was an enormous thrill. And his knowledge of the game and the arguments he put forward, to, particularly, you know, he supported Joey's case very strongly. And, um, yeah, yeah no, it was just a wonderful afternoon to be there with him. Yeah, Buzz, was, you were talking about his, uh, his sidestep earlier. What were some of his best attributes as a player? Oh, mate, it was just that sidestep, yeah. and, and it was his heart, and it was his... He was so tough, mate. He was a really, really tough player, and as you saw, you know, in that controversial grand final, mm. uh, what year was it, boys? 70, 75. 75. Yeah, yeah. Every, every Dragons fan remembers it. <laughs> yeah, 75, of course, 38 nil. they got beat with the white boots. You know, a lot of other players wouldn't have taken the field or would have come off a lot earlier, you know. He's, mm. he, a painkiller went wrong. His, his leg was rendered useless, but he, he stayed on the park, you know. And he was a really, really tough football player. He captain coach too, didn't he, Buzz? Didn't he captain coach Australia? Mm. Yeah, he captain coached St George there for a little while too uh, when, when it was just him and Billy Smith left um, towards the end of their careers and all the other superstars had retired. Mm. And, um, yeah, no, he was a, just an unbelievable player. And I've still got great memories of, you know, that sidestep and that speed. And, and you're right, first, he just the way he carried himself. He, um, and you'd see him in that St George and the Australian jersey. There was just a certain awe about him. And, you know, you, you should get Bozo on maybe to talk about it. You know, he was very close and he was a fellow immortal too. And Bozo, you know, just... Uh, to Rapathon, you know, as far as Chang is concerned. Well, you mentioned uh, Billy Slater for the younger listeners, Buzz, and, and I mean, I, I've given up calling um, Billy Slater offside. I, you always think he's offside, but he never is because he's that quick. And um, it reminded me of that uh, the 1972 World Cup final where uh, Graham Langland's the no try. I think it was Billy Smith's crossfield nah, kick. Dennis Ward. Dennis, Dennis Ward. Ward. Sorry, yeah, money Dennis on who Ward, it was. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he dived over with the corner and was ruled offside. Or yep. yeah, yeah. Well, I think it was I, under the sticks. I, I the referee said he couldn't have got there that quickly. I wish we'd had a friggin' uh, a bunk at those days, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon, I reckon they would have gone Changer's way. I reckon, I reckon Changer wished they had too. <laughs> you know, he played a lot of centre too. So um, yeah, he was he was a great centre three quarter in those Australian sides as well. Well, he would have won that 63 tour. I think they had to put him in the side, but they didn't know where to play him, fullback, wing or centre. It didn't matter where yeah. they did play him on the tour. He was brilliant every time he took the field. Yeah, he sure was. And um, I was just very, very lucky to catch the end of it. Phil, thanks very much for your time, mate. A sad day for Rugby League, but um, at least we've got those wonderful memories of uh, Graham Langlands as a, a terrific player and an immortal. And um, thanks for your time. Yeah, thanks, Mark. See you, guys. Good on you, mate. Phil Rothfield there, the uh, sports editor at large at the Daily and Sunday Telegraph, uh, reminiscing about uh, the great Graham Langland.